Auto What Podcast. I'm Amon Bashir. I'm sitting here with Rob Attrell, Keegan On, and our guest today is Dan Kress. Is that the fastest that we got through it? Yeah. Yep. But you but said you standing. You said I'm standing here. Did I say here. standing? Yeah. Did anybody else hear standing? I heard sitting. Boom. But I uh, think I could be wrong. Uh, people we'll listening at home will vindicate me. <laughs> okay, I doubt it. So, uh, all I have to say is that we're here with Dan Kress. Well, Daniel Kress. Daniel Kress, but I'll go with Dan. Let's go with Dan. Yeah. All right, let's do that. How are you doing, Dan? Good. How about you guys? Great. Great. Good stuff. Standing perfectly. (laughs) Standing comfortably. Definitely. (laughs) That's the thing. Nobody knows whether we're sitting or standing. See, I'm going back on this already. (laughs) I think it's already come up. Nobody knows. One would make the argument that by the time you've explained all of this extra stuff, it's actually taking longer than a standard episode. We probably could have just restarted. No, let's not do that. Um, let's cut, we'll cut this all out. Yeah. <laughs> the magic of editing. That's it. Yeah, exactly. Eh? Um, we won't. We had one episode where Keegan tried to get us to cut almost everything he said, and it was a, it was a mess. But we did. We won't. We didn't cut it, and we won't cut it. They want me censorship. On the, yeah. is, no, they want me on the podcast so much they refuse to cut anything that's, I say. That's how yep. it works. There you go. So Dan, you could probably see in front of us. We have some beer. Um, every week we try. Generally, we drink beer, so we try to drink something different. Uh, what do we have this week, Rob? This week, we have another beer from the Muskoka Brewery. This is a special summer beer uh, from the... Apparently, this is the Moonlight Kettle Series, and this is Ooh, called the Summer Saison, or Saison, depending on if you're French or English. Uh, <laughs> is there an accent? <laughs> no, it's just, it's just a French word, but All right. it's, it's an English label. So, uh, But give it a try. It's a strong beer, 7.3%. Ooh. And uh, it doesn't really say much else about the kind of beer it is, other than that it's got spices. Oh, it has mm, spices. Yeah. That's nice, eh? Yeah, it's real nice. Hmm. Secret. Uh, so late at night, their brewers, our brewers on the label, uh, rendezvous in the brew house to develop untamed brews that haven't been shared until now. That's okay. the Moonlight Kettle series. It's like prepared at night. Well, that makes sense. What does it taste you like? You think it really is? I think so. I think they experiment and then they release at experiments. Night? It might not be at a, night. That's a selling feature <laughs> right there. Yeah. But yeah. do you think they actually like committed to the? They're like, we're going to put this on the bottle. Yeah, I, I believe them. They got one lone night shift guy working away, <laughs> experimenting. <laughs> that's really all it takes, eh? Yeah. yeah. Um, what does it like? I can't even describe this. This taste spicy. It's bit citrusy. Yeah, both had a. A beer that was like rosemary or thyme or something in one of theirs. Remember that one we had? Yeah. And it kind of made me sick. But oh. this one is... Oh. <laughs> is I'm <laughs> really sad that I'm sitting one. Yeah, here. exactly. <laughs> it's like that, but less uh, like that. Less okay. timey. Fair enough. But it, just, it tastes like a bunch of different things. Yeah. There's a lot of flavor. Keegan yeah. doesn't like hops, but it's not super hoppy. It's, it's hops. not quite hoppy. It's no. not hoppy. It's just a lot of flavor. Yeah. Okay. Dan, is it a pass? I'm going to give this a pass. Okay. I think I'd pick up a bottle of Moonlight Kettle Series. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Saison beer. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Only that one. See, I buy my beer based on the label anyway, so yeah. that's pretty... That's not bad looking. Yeah. It's a good, it's a good go. moon. All right. Have uh, Have you tried any of it, Rob? I have, and uh, I like it. It's a little spicy, but that could be a good thing. I don't know if I would drink a lot of it. It's one of those ones that I would definitely have one because I, I enjoy it. Sure. But I don't know if I would... Drink it, throw it in. Yeah, no, this is your first beer of the night. Yeah, yeah, beer, over yeah. Steam, yeah. exactly. No. Absolutely. That makes sense. It's, it's like some one of those like apricot beers or something like that, like the St. Yeah. Ambrose kind yeah, of thing. Exactly. Where you can have like one, two. You're not drinking it all night. Yeah. yeah. No, you're, you're not having, You're case. having one to enjoy it, and then that's like <laughs> that you're done sense. for. Yeah. yeah, exactly. 
Wet your whistle with it. Wet your whistle. There you are. Your first beer, eh? Because I think about that too. Like, I order my beer sometimes when I like go out. What would be your ideal beer order? My ideal meal. beer order? Oh, yeah. If you're going in- to like... Including this? Or no, no, no. no. Just, just in general. Okay. Um, well, you're talking about bows. I, I do like... Uh, I like the bows. Uh, lug tread. That's real good. Yeah. Like, that's sort of my, my standard go-to, okay. I think. Because it's a little... It's getting that mainstream recognition. It's in a lot of places. You can find it a lot of places, For especially sure. on tap. Yeah. A lot of places now, which is nice. Yeah. Um, and, you know, the waitress doesn't look at you like... Uh, Pardon, one more time. <laughs> yeah. But uh, you call me? but yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. But it's uh, you know it's still local. It's just out in what Navin out uh, there, Bar Bankwick Hill. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's still kind of keeping it local, which is nice. Yeah. I don't know. I'd say my ideal beer order depends on what I'm doing, though, kind of thing. Yeah, like, yeah, that makes you sense. know, if I'm sitting on a beach. <laughs> What do, I, corona. what do I want? Yeah. I want a Corona. Sure. Exactly. Yeah. That's, Adverti- that's advertising yeah. works, right? <laughs> but okay. uh, how about you guys? Um, I I usually like to mix it up. Like if I'm going camping, I'll 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 go, I'll go with like something way mainstream. I'm I'm kind of bad for that, I guess. Like in terms of like butter, maybe or yeah. something like that. Just because it's just easy. After a while, it doesn't matter. Uh, Pick up a hex from yeah. Quebec somewhere. Yeah, yeah exactly. Uh, just forty to max ice. Something <laughs> yeah, like that, you know. Uh, <laughs> hey, talking about prom night there. That's <laughs> hey, we're bringing it back. Uh, but uh, I don't know. I, I like. Uh, I like sort of hoppier things to start. Like I, I'm, a, I'm a fan of Hop City's Barking Squirrel. That's, okay, uh, that's one that that mm-hmm. I, I'll go to almost any time. Um, but Bose is another classic. Barking, barking Squirrel's another is one that of those ones. Light beer. Yeah, Barking Squirrel's it's lighter. Lighter. Right? Yeah. That's one that I didn't order because of the bottle. I just the name popped out at me. Uh-huh. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Like you got to try Barking Squirrel. Yeah, yeah. that's it. That's true. Yeah, it's not bad. What you advertising. What, what's your go-to, Rob? I. Well, I mean, if it's a hot summer day, I always go to the cider. Yeah. I really, although I regret it every day, every following day because of all the sugar. But, uh, yeah, it's like I drinking a Vex. I can't yeah, resist. Like, <laughs> <laughs> that, and then, I mean, if you're drinking all day, which is a thing that happens in the summer sometimes sure. on the weekends. Yep, of course. Uh, something, whatever's not super expensive. I don't want to go really cheap. I don't want, like, dollar beer, mm-hmm. but something like Moosehead or... Keith's. Moosehead is a safe bet. Yeah, I get that. Oh, nice. All right. My batting order is, this is like party mode, Innocent Gun. Yep. Because that's my favorite taste. Then I go like Oatmeal Stout, like St. Ambo. Oh. I like mm-hmm. those guys. Then maybe like Tom Green uh, Milk Stout. I like wow. the dark beers. But heavy. then... We're going heavy yeah, here. Heavy, yeah. Right? yeah, I like, I like the heavy And stuff. then if you're still on your feet... And that's yeah, it. And then I switch it up with a Corona. Takes a nap. And then another innocent gun because I like innocent gun. Oh yeah. And then by that stage, it's just like I, I hit like a wall. And I have to pick myself up with the, one of those blackberry woody woody's coolers. Oh yeah, you know those things. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the designated oh, wow. one of those. <laughs> Get a bit of a sugar bump. Oh, and then after that, it's just the cheapest stuff, right? Or remnants of other people's beers. That's that was almost that was almost scientific yeah, with the ups and downs. It's a game yeah. plan. Yeah. <laughs> I just feel like I go are, with the are you eating anything during this time? Because I feel like that's going to fill you up in itself. Yeah, yeah. that's the point. It's a yeah. self-contained experience. I guess. Huh. Yeah. Well, good for I could survive for months. Yeah, <laughs> 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 with only that stuff. <laughs> oh Lord, that's not bad. Yeah, I like that. Three days. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm, I'm glad we did that. That, that was neat. Uh, but let's jump to uh, Dan. The history of Dan Crest. Oh, the history. The All history. Right. 
in a nutshell, we, we don't want to spend a whole hour on your history. Well, I was born in Etobicoke <laughs> in 19... <laughs> anyway. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> okay, so you started... Yeah, okay, well, let's start with Etobicoke. Uh, just uh, in terms of you, you were born there, if that's true. Born there, uh, grew up just <laughs> outside of Toronto, a uh, little town called Kettleby. Uh, 150 people, 149 right now when I'm not there. Course, like that yeah. kind of that <laughs> okay. kind of place. Everybody knows everybody. Like a flip chart for the for the population. Pretty much. Yeah, That's a chalkboard. Go. They scratch it out. <laughs> um, but uh, Kettleby's sort of 35 minutes from downtown Toronto. But we're oh. right on a oh. good on a good day. If you hit the 401 with no traffic, 35 minutes. On a bad day, two hours. But right. um, <laughs> but. Uh, you know, so we, I got the the best of both worlds, kind of there. It was, um, you know, we could get down for a Jays game and you know any day we wanted to, sure. but Beauty. also you know our our property. I grew up with three horses on twelve acres, right? Ooh, wow! So oh, got a little bit of you know. I always say when I was a kid, I never understood when I would go over to somebody else's place where their horses were, right? <laughs> like that's just something that I grew up with. But so, where are the horses? Yeah, so to me it just seemed like a no-brainer that like you got off the school bus and rode your horse to the front door. Like oh, yeah. that's that's what, <laughs> yeah, of course. that's what you did when you got off the school bus. I mean, so we all did it, so. So yeah, I I you know, be looking around people's places for where they kept the, you know, I'd see their little uh, sheds in the back with like maybe the lawnmower or something and I'd go, "Man, that's a tiny barn." Like <laughs> it's I, a tiny horse. <laughs> it's a tiny horse, yeah. I don't know, proportional to the size of your property or something, but Sure, sure. Yeah. I, I assume you show up to the Sky Dome and go, "Where's my hitching post? I need to Yeah, oh yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Cruising down the street. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> okay, so so where did you like uh, you grew up obviously, you stayed till probably in the high school in the yeah, era? yeah stayed uh, did high school in King City um, okay so a lot lots more people know where King yep, City yep. is I start big when people ask me where where I grew up I, <laughs> I go with Toronto then I go down to Newmarket Aurora where I played hockey then I go down to to King City where I went to school yep. and then it's then you get to Kettleby and, <laughs> right. so you work your way down okay. um, yeah so stayed there till the end of high school came up to Ottawa for university where we met yep. um, and then uh, Stuck around. <laughs> Never so. left, really. Yeah, no, I, I get that. What brought you to Ottawa? Um, like, obviously school, but like... Yeah, so honestly, um, you know, I did the same thing that everybody does. Grade 11, grade 12, I did all the tours around all the universities and everything like that. Sure. Um, and I think, honestly, it was... I came to Ottawa was the first place I traveled to by myself. Uh, you know, you do your, with your parents or with friends. You go to all the other schools, right? right sure. But I showed up here. We had a PA day, or I took the Friday off or something. Took the train up here by myself. Uh, did all the tours, and I remember I had this moment uh, where I was walking into a done all the you know open house kind of stuff, yeah. just wandering around campus, and I kind of start walking towards a building, and this r- attractive <laughs> young female oh. held the door open for me, and just kind of like. Like nothing. Like I must have been just another student, right? right? And so for a you know a little grade twelve kid, it's like, oh yeah, this is where I want to go. I like, made it. Yeah, I made it exactly. I'm one of them. Like, yeah. so I think as anecdotal as that is, that kind of uh, skewed my decision to come to U Ottawa. That's all it takes. Plus it had a plus. It had, yeah, that's it. Oh no, I mean, I didn't even know what program I was. Gonna do. <laughs> it didn't matter at that point. Apply to a bunch of different ones. Cute French girl like me. Yeah, what do you want? Absolutely. I mean, that must happen. They should make that like a university initiative. Honestly, I bet they have. 
cute girls just wandering around school, yeah. like yeah. looking for the tour guides, and then be like, oh, okay, I'm gonna get like five more new recruits. Yeah, you yeah. could probably plan that better, where they, they actually cross paths with it instead right. of just like wandering around looking for them. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. No, they just go by and smile at people, oh, and yeah. it's like one recruit, yeah. two recruits, three. <laughs> That's watch your numbers just jump up. But they yeah. have to be like undercover, like they can't have like the vest on. Oh no, no, no. But the vest kind of because like it's, it's got to be an job. authentic, yeah, yeah, yeah it's yeah. an authentic That's experience. It. Even if it's volunteer, you're just standing. Yeah, yeah, I think we hit gold. It's all on connection. Yeah. Absolutely, yeah, exactly. That's what it is. Uh, that's that's hilarious. Yeah, when I uh, when I went to Ottawa, you one of the bigger reasons because I was debating between I think it was U of T and 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 U Ottawa, and one of the things that pushed me to Ottawa, aside from I really like the city, was like they called me at one point in time. They just like, and just some girl on the phone just being like. Hey, you know, just wanted to see if you had any questions, blah, blah, blah. And it was just that, and yeah. I didn't. It's and that like, personal touch. I like yeah. that. So, yeah, it, it just, obviously, coming from Elliot Lake. Right, yeah. Uh, not as small as Kelby. <laughs> no. But, uh, but I was just like... More seniors. All right, I'll do that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Way more seniors. <laughs> but, yeah, no, it's, uh, it's that personal uh, sort of approach. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, graduating from... Uh, what did you take, sir? So, I did journalism at U Ottawa. You did? Um, and then it was... A, it's an interesting program. They articulated it between U Ottawa and Algonquin. Right, um, yeah. So, technically, the program is on hiatus right now. Uh-oh. Um, which, yeah, which is interesting. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Because um, that was always the first thing I got. People would say, oh, you, you're in Ottawa for school. And I'd say, yeah, I'm doing journalism. And they'd go, yeah, Carlton, that's great school. <laughs> and I'd go, well, you uh, Ottawa. Um, but uh, it, was, it was for me and for the people that stuck with it, it turned out to be a great program, um, despite the fact that it no longer exists. Um, yep. <laughs> so what it really gave us was sort of three solid years of of theoretical foundation at Ottawa, and then we got to hop over to Algonquin, take over the student newspaper, take over the, you know, go on a little bit of radio, um, do a little bit of video broadcasting, jump in on the magazine, um, really get that hands-on kind of, anybody can string together fluffy sentences and write an essay, and then taking that and, and putting it into the real practical side was, was really interesting for us. Mm-hmm. And then it uh, gave me the jumping off point for an internship um, to sort of start my broadcast career okay. um, back in Toronto, actually, at, uh, at CBC. Okay. So I okay. worked for CBC News Now for uh, a couple of months uh, on their, their news channel. Do, um, doing what? Uh, I did a ton of stuff for them. Um, I did show writing, so um, which is always uh, kind of fun to uh you know we'd write the scripts for the anchors but because it's a news channel and it's just uh, the cycle is continuous sometimes you'd be writing a script and you'd think okay i've got lots of time and then you know a guest would get bumped or uh you know an interview would fall through or something and all of a sudden they'd be (laughs) on to your script (laughs) and you'd be writing and the prompter's rolling right and you can see where they are and you can hear them because they're just you know you're sitting kind of just offset well yeah and you can hear them and they're you know Two sentences behind you as oh, you're writing, and you're going, "Oh dear lord, that's <laughs> I gotta stress. write." That's yeah, like that was that's yeah. pressure. It doesn't happen all the time, but it's, right. it's like yeah. Indiana Jones. Yeah, you're yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> the anchor's the boulder, and you're yeah. just yeah. hammering it out. That also makes me think of Anchorman. It does. In oh, that. the, t- the <laughs> amount of times pressure, I wanted right? to just throw in a question mark at the <laughs> yeah. end of a sentence, and I'm Ron Burgundy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> like if you make a mistake, like oh. an actual yeah, cycle, yeah, like, yeah, that never happened. 
Uh, hopefully, they're actually paying attention. Oh, they, right. They can catch it. <laughs> I forgot. That but and, I mean, most of the time, <laughs> yeah. like spelling mistakes yeah. all the time, right? Oh, right. But yeah. because they're just reading it, as long as they can get the gist it's of the phonetic, word, right. it's phonetic. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, okay, so, that's so, so cool. So, so no major flubs in your not on my part. Okay. Hopefully, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, that you're aware of. That I'm aware of. Yeah, I don't watch the show. Anyway. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I got away with it anyway. Yeah. That makes sense. But uh, yeah, so I did some show writing for them. Right. I did um, like uh, interview segments. Um, I got to do a couple of kind of interesting ones that made um, uh, the national actually. When uh, oh. back that was back when Stomp Tom Connors passed away, like oh, the yeah. hockey song oh, okay. Stomp yeah, Tom yeah. Connors. Yeah. Yeah. So I got to go out and get sort of reaction from from people to his passing, which was you know really interesting to see, and especially in Toronto because uh, the hockey song plays at the like halfway through the third period at every Leafs home game yeah, yeah, ever, right? right? Yeah. Um, so people had kind of a connection to him, right? Sure. And so it was really neat to sort of see the impact that he'd had on people. Um, so. Parts of that made it to the national, which was really cool to see. That's awesome. Um, I got to do a bunch of chase producing, so lining up guests and, and finding people to to go on and talk about different subjects. Not bad. The Pope was that uh, was when the they were reelecting the Pope or yeah. electing a new Pope. Sure. Um, so that was that was a lot of fun to be on Pope Watch, and we had you know a little <laughs> a little sting sound effect that would come on every time we'd do the uh, the Pope coverage. <laughs> And at the end of the, it would be this like kind of angelic music, and then you'd get to right at the end there was this little like ah sound as as we go into our coverage. And I always I thank God that it only took two or three days to elect that pope because it was after two or three days of every half hour hearing. I was like, please show me some white smoke. Just like yeah, just, I need it. Yeah. Oh, that's great. <laughs> and then uh, okay, so so you finished up uh, your internship. You came back to Ottawa. Came back to Ottawa. Yep. yep. Did another quick one, quick internship uh, with CTV News here yep. in Ottawa. Yep. Um, and then uh, was sort of contemplating where to go from there. Uh, whether to go back to Toronto, stay here in Ottawa. Um, yeah. And I got uh, they offered me a position with Bell Media here in Ottawa. Um, the so parent company of the CTV. parent company of CTV, yeah. which also does CTV Two, Magic One Hundred, yep. uh, TSN Twelve Hundred, formerly yeah. Team Twelve Hundred, uh, Bob FM, which is now uh, Country Ninety Four, right. and uh, CFRA, uh, the news Ooh, station. Yikes. Right. Yep. So yeah. there's a lot of different Bell Media properties here in the city. Sure. Uh, so I got to be the promotions coordinator for all of them, wow. <laughs> which which <laughs> was cool. which was a lot of fun. It's a big deal. Got me to. It's the coolest job. I mean, yeah. you just end up at so many events that you don't even know are happening, but are amazing. Got yeah. me to, you know, tons of games and and festivals and all those kind of things, and it, it was a lot of fun. I get that. Yeah. And and that's where you still are today. So then um, they did a bit of a restructuring, um, and they created. Uh, the world's longest title uh, for uh, a group of people. <laughs> I'm part of the Bell Media Ottawa News Sports and Information Leadership Team. Um, yeah, yeah, exactly. But you've got it down. Oh, it rolls right it. off the yeah. tongue, right? Yeah, there you go. Um, so uh, I moved down strictly to the CTV uh, side of the, the operation right. um, as the operations manager uh, for CTV and CTV2. Both? Yes, both. Okay. Yeah. What does that mean? So um, as part of that new sports information leadership team um i'm not even saying it i have a sound machine um, just push a button and it comes up um 
I'm part of a, a group of people that get to decide sort of what the stories of the day are, what we're covering oh, cool. that day, um, you know, what the, the big hot topics are going to be, what our, our lead story is going to be, who we're going to, uh, what reporters we're going to send off to different stories, how we're going to cover things, the different angles. Mm-hmm. And then my job sort of takes over from there uh, to assigning the right uh, equipment and resources to okay. to cover okay. each of those stories, right? Makes so sense. if we have, um, like this evening, we had a... a breaking story uh, it was a stabbing yes so we had uh two reporters out there covering two different angles of the story we had uh live technology uh out in the field so that we could go break into our six o'clock news live from the scene um so i make sure all that stuff gets uh gets out and assigned and wow. is taken care of and operated by the technicians and camera guys and all that kind of stuff no pressure no pressure. Yeah. No pressure. It's a little yeah. gig. Yeah. How how do you uh, you know what 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 information feeds you to be able to dictate this is where people need to be or what? So we we have an amazing team. Like, um, and it, it's sort of an all day cycle for us, right? Because we start off with CV Morning Live at oh, five yeah. six in the morning. Yeah. You know, they're in it. Two three in the morning, uh, putting together stories, yeah, doing sort of recaps of last night. They've got the you know what to look out for coming up that day. Um, then when they go off the air at ten, right after that, coming up is news at noon, um, and then we move from there to six and eleven thirty and start all over again. Um, and then obviously we have our different newsroom software and things that uh, that aggregate stories. We see stories from CP, AP, right. Reuters, Tom, you know, all those okay. all those different mm-hmm. places. That makes sense. But honestly, one of our biggest um, resources for pulling in stories, other than like the reporters, all have their sources and things like that, sure, um, their connections. But one of our greatest places to see stories is Twitter. We have a oh, that makes sense. We have a giant board up, and we kind of wonder, you know, when you're in that news environment. It seems like a lot of journalists on Twitter, right? <laughs> yes. um, but it's amazing what we can get just from. We have a giant screen in the in the newsroom that uh, is constantly refreshing. Hashtag Ot News, hashtag Ot City. Oh, Anytime wow. anybody tweets at us, which is really nice, makes it easy. Yep. Um, <laughs> but you know, we'll just seeing. That. Yeah, 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 exactly. You got something you want covered. Yeah. There um, go. But. Uh, yeah, that that that's where we can find out a ton of what's going on because there's always somebody on the scene of something or you know who's got a cause that they're they're trying to get out there. Right. Yeah, and it's it's a great place to pick up yeah. stories. Daniel, would you say that's like the new press release? Yeah, you know, like or, or the, where did press release factor? Because I, I I worked for a, a charity. I mean, five years ago, and that was our big thing. Like that was my main job is like writing press, the press releases release for all our events, and, like sending them to everyone. Is that still a, a part of your operation? We still get, I'd say, just in my inbox, mm-hmm. probably a hundred, hundred and fifty. Oh wow! Okay, uh, <laughs> press releases oh, a day, yeah. kind of thing. Um, and and there's there's the format hasn't really changed much for those. Mm-hmm. Um, there's still you know your standard catch your attention off the top okay. kind of thing. <laughs> But I'd say in terms of effectiveness, yeah. if you can get something out there on Twitter and and show that it's relevant and has a hook to get mm-hmm. us, yeah. then you know it's more likely that we'd see it there on Twitter and yeah, a giant screen. Exactly, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Um, 
but I mean, the press release still serves its function, right? right? Yeah. And a lot of the time, it's <laughs> tweeting out the press release yeah, exactly. or something. Oh, like that. Yes. But it's you know kind of another way to get it to us because you see 150 of them in your inbox and you swipe, yeah. delete, delete, delete. If, right? if it's a slow day, you might comb through. To yeah, or you're digging a little yeah. bit more. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it is the middle of the summer. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's, that's interesting. So in terms of digital media, or or just just the advent or the increase in population uh, in popularity for things like Twitter are there other things online that have maybe changed the game a bit over the years the speed Just for speed. sure okay I mean sense. the fact that even for us we some of our mobile technology lets us uh, we have uh, what we call the Geros, um, and they're basically super powered cell phones they're it's a little box that allows us to broadcast live from just about anywhere you can get cell signal but it's four separate cell phones inside it oh. that can split up uh, data packages and then wow. send them out and then on whichever uh, carrier is getting the stronger signal at that second um, but I mean you can have a Dejero app on your iPhone sure. and you can be shooting you know full quality HD at a, the scene of a fire or something, right? right? And we happen to have a cameraman there who doesn't even have a camera. He can whip out his iPhone and be feeding us live uh, footage of whatever's going on. Right. That, in, in 10 seconds, right? Gero. Gero, yeah. Um, there's a nice plug for them. But, I've never yeah. heard of that. <laughs> I have never That's heard awesome. of that. An industry secret. Yeah. A little industry secret. We're yeah. all going to be camera. We won't right tell now. anybody. But... Uh, yeah. <laughs> Okay, but I mean the speed of the speed at which we can find things on Twitter. You see something on Facebook pop up. The speed that um, people can rally to a cause um, happens that much faster, right? It's not word of mouth anymore. It's how many shares you can get, and that can happen instantly, right? That makes sense. Um, so I'd say speed and and visuals like. Before, you know, you'd, you'd hear about something going on now, like I said, you can see it in 10 seconds or someone's periscoping it or somebody's Snapchatting it or somebody's tweeting a picture of it, right? There's so many avenues, Instagramming it, like there's yeah. a million different avenues that you can see sure. the world around you or the world around someone half a world away, right? <laughs> That's the thing. That makes sense. Does, does it get overwhelming sometimes or you just kind of have to sit back, take a breath and think like, all right, let's... I'm assuming that happens like sometimes there'll be some breaking story that's just so big that you're just you kind of have to take a moment and gather your thoughts and make sure you're actually covering it from the right angle it can and that's where our team I think is is quite good and we have um, our producers are are very good at sort of prioritizing and a lot of what we do our our focus is live local breaking and so obviously we want to bring you anything breaking first sure um, but then having everything be relevant to our viewers and how does it impact you right now right, right. Um, so it's it's very hyper local we try and sort of focus everything in on even if it's a bigger story um, that's sort of a global story or a national story or something like that that everyone's talking about we're not going to ignore it but we're going to bring it down to a level where you can see how it's going to impact you the next day right, right. Yeah. so that's sort of um that's that's our our vision of what we're trying to get to all the time and to to choose our stories and to choose how much we're focusing on a story based on those live local breaking sort of values sure that makes sense cool cool uh before we switch gears why don't we jump to a speed round 
before we switch gears? Before we switch gear, uh, topics, gears, topics. Let's switch gears. Let's switch yeah, gears. Sorry. Changing gears. gears. Oh, We're speeding gosh. up. No, I just We're changing gears. That's it. Before yeah. we. I mean, yeah, that's more of a speed round is the same it's a gear. gear. It's a same this is a gear. downshift right it's now. It's the same gear. Right? This is, this is almost a stall out. If you're, you're right. right. <laughs> you're right. <laughs> it's a stall out. This is I, the worst. I never know how to use that, that phrase. I can tell. Uh, so just, <laughs> just don't use it. <laughs> no, no. Well, I say, here comes a speed round. Keep it. I have to use it. Okay, that's fine. That's uh, fair. You did. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, take a minute. Relax, because have we're about to hit you. We're yeah. going to hit you with two minutes straight of rapid okay, fire. Okay, hard hitting. Got to get the water for that. Oh, yeah, yeah there you go. Uh, so, yeah, it's a conventional speed round. We don't have to explain too much. Two minutes, and uh, we're just going to give you questions until either you can't answer anymore, or we can't come up with any more, or it two minutes pass. Until, gotcha. Until you die. It's until you die. It's, it's always been that last Roy- one or so two far. Minutes. Yeah. <laughs> it's a speed round royale is what it is. <laughs> All right. Two minutes on the clock. Here we go. What, what news story would you most love to cover? Oh, uh, sports. I love anything to do with sports. Uh, I'd love to cover a Leafs Stanley Cup win. That's what I'd love. Oh, Boom. There you go. <laughs> well, I just took my question. Who's your favorite sports team, period? Probably Leafs. Toronto Maple Leafs. There you go. What's your favorite style of shirt? My favorite style of shirt? Yeah. Uh, I got to go collared button up. Oh, right. nice. Classic. What piece of technology has helped advance the news industry the most? Uh, the Gutenberg Press. Um, oh. <laughs> I'm gonna no, obviously, like mobile cell technology. We can be on the phone with a reporter. You can be watching what they're doing. You can, they can be writing their script and sending you back a clip all at the same time. It's, that makes sense. Sure. Yeah. Uh, what's your uh, What's your preferred uh, video game console? Uh, N64. There you go. No, N64. Like Good call. Yeah. What's your default dance move? Default dance move? Yeah. You know in Hitch where it's just like, stay at home. Just <laughs> yeah. stay at home. Yeah. I'm, I'm white, so I have to just stay at home. Stay at, stay home. at home. Good call. Uh, if you weren't in journalism, where do you think you'd end up career-wise? Where would you want to be? Hmm. Um, that's a tough one. Um, well, if I wasn't a professional athlete, I'd probably be... <laughs> That's said with sarcasm, just in case. Um, there was a little wink there. Um, you know, honestly, I'd love to to be coaching. Um, that's something I always sort of thought I had a bit of an eye for, and I'd, I'd love to to do something along those lines, yeah. Cool. What was the last uh, Ottawa restaurant you went to? Last Ottawa restaurant I went to was Subway, but I don't want to say that. Um, oh, you did. <laughs> I'm going to go. No, last Ottawa restaurant I was at was uh, the brand new farm team on uh, Spark Street. Ooh. Oh. Yeah. So t- time's up, but talk about that. How uh, How was that? So we're trying to make it our, uh, I live just down the street, so we're trying to make ah. it our, we're trying to become regulars there, right? Yeah. Um, <laughs> so it's uh, still a little uh, under construction. Excuse me. Still. Um, still a little bit. Oh, okay. They're still kind of putting the finishing touches on it. Yeah. But once it's done, it's going to be really, really cool. Is that right, eh? So yeah. the original farm team in the Glebe was, yeah. was I was a regular at that one. Okay. Uh, at a point in time. Yeah. And um, that, that sound, by the way, is Keegan running away. <laughs> <laughs> he really hates farm teams. Just so you sorry. know. <laughs> but uh, Or he's just heard this story before. Yeah, maybe yeah. he does. I have no idea. But, uh, yeah, I mean... 
I, I obviously, I mean, I don't even live that far from the Glebe anymore, but I used to live right next door to it, so yeah. it was perfect. But I had been trying to go to this new one for months because the first time they, they had a big sign, they said, we're opening in March. Yeah. And my birthday's in March, and I was like, go. I'm going to celebrate my birthday. Yeah. And then uh, Rob and I walked past it. We worked together. We walked past it all the time. Yeah. And then it was like, uh, April is the new March. Yep. And then May is just another month away. And then... And then nothing. And, and then, then the science disappeared. <laughs> <laughs> well, because I guess they had had, like, pep... Tea, pep... What was it? The sign for Pep and Nino's was oh, up yeah, there for right. a while. Yeah. And then it just became then, Farm Team. And, and the, you weren't quite sure if it was opening or closing. Yeah. Kind of one thing. of those. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. uh... But it's officially open. It's officially open. The yeah. first time... I guess we probably went there the first time just a couple of months ago. And they were still really, really fresh. Like, they were... They only had nachos and and nachos on the men- <laughs> on the menu. Oh, jeez! Um, okay. And we couldn't even really go inside. We just sat on the patio. Oh, because wow. um, they were still it was working. A very soft launch. Then very, very soft very, launch. Yes, this the Charmin of launches. I was going to go with something else, but uh, uh, family show. Yeah. Um, so, uh. <laughs> but yeah, no, um, we've been going back a couple of times since. Yeah, and. Uh, really nice place it's really interesting the way they've done it because it's uh sort of separated uh on either side by brixton's right yes so right. they're they're on both sides they're flanking brixton's um oh they are so you can go underneath That's so they right. they dug out underneath huh. huge section in the basement there yeah. and it's all very like barn board rustic decor kind of the big chandeliers with mason jars and that like kind of thing like a speakeasy almost well, almost See? like a speakeasy that's kind of what yeah. the, like the vibe that they're going for yeah and it's uh, but yeah really neat atmosphere um, you know we've been sort of getting to know the uh, the management and the staff there they're talking about a rooftop patio wow um, Whoa, yeah coming cool. probably not till next year yeah, or so obviously. Let's but I mean fully open. <laughs> think about Canada Day or something up there sure. on Spark Street looking out you probably see the top of the Peace Tower kind of thing oh, pretty yeah. cool fireworks from there yeah. like that would be a so yeah, we're working on making that our spot. Yeah, okay, that's, that's not bad. That's they might bad. get that done by 2017. Maybe. Uh, yeah, if oh. their track record holds. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's it. yeah. There you go, Daniel. Yeah, you were talking about sports yep. uh, and coaching. Yeah, you do any sports or any athletic endeavors? Yeah, so athletics has always been kind of a go-to pastime, passion, mm-hmm. whatever you want to call it, a mine, hobby of mine. Um, so, like I said, right now, uh, just when we were talking before there. Uh, right now working on uh, building up to run the army run the half marathon there Um, something that I'd never been too into with running um, but just sort of trying to to get into it you know I I ran before and I'd, I'd say running's never one of those things that I've enjoyed (laughs) I did it I did it because I knew it was good for me right um but uh you seeing all the every you know last couple of years we've been doing a lot of stories about race weekend and army run and, and all these different sort of community runs popping up oh, yeah. and just seeing the jubilation when somebody finishes right how proud their families are mm-hmm. and how, how great they feel yeah. uh seemed like something i thought i should give a try right oh, that's awesome yeah. um so what's what's your goal how what's the distance so working up to 13 miles okay um for the half marathon yeah. um so been doing sort of 
good old Nike uh, coaching <laughs> things. Right? It's pretty handy. It's, it's yeah. a neat way to track it. Yeah, sure, um, yeah. And it does give you a pretty good progression, right? Yeah. So I've been sort of building up from my little three-kilometer, uh, what I thought was running, to uh, <laughs> doing sort of seven, eight miles now. Oh, wow. um, oh, getting yeah. there. Still got a couple of months, so yeah. got to work on it, but okay. getting there. Where, where, where do you run to practice? Uh, try and do different loops around the city. It's That's one thing I do kind of enjoy a little bit more about running, and I'm finding that I enjoy more now that I'm doing longer routes. Is You know, when I was just when you're just doing sort of three kilometers or something like that, you get one or two routes that are that distance and you stick to them and you've seen them yeah. 20 <laughs> times already. And it's yeah. kind of the same old thing. But when you're going a little farther, you get to kind of like, I've been going across from where I live, um, near the, uh, uh, war museum there. Okay. So going across the bridge into Quebec and going a little further into Quebec and coming back across the Alexandria bridge, right. uh, going sort of, down uh, Bronson over to the canal and and okay. up through there. Oh, yeah. So just trying to do sort of ever expanding loops around the city, and it's kind of neat to to see to take it all in while not flying by it in a car or something. Right? right. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's kind of neat. Oh, there's a big difference. I get that. Yeah, for Very sure. Cool. And in terms of other sports, uh, obviously being a Toronto boy, uh, you obviously know that the Pan Am games are going on. Yeah, yeah. I drove through some of the drove through some of the traffic of the Pan Am games a couple of, <laughs> a couple of weekends ago when I was home. Almost got caught in the dreaded three person HOV lanes. And oh yeah, um, yeah. yeah. I drove down to Toronto and unfortunately I had two other people. And uh, there's a Lucky. video that came out recently and the guy claims that he passed 800 cars or something like that. But I'm not sure if that's true. But you you, you definitely gain a lot of ground. Oh yeah, but, for uh, sure. You but, and you and your two mannequins. Uh, uh, <laughs> somebody got caught with that. Yeah, <laughs> that's a real thing. Yeah, but anyway, so the effort that that guy put into it, though, like so that, he deserved to get off just because like, of the with effort a that he put in. Or something, yeah, with or, yeah, exactly. Like, a slap like, on hey, the. I mean, if that's what you need, that's yeah. fine. But props to you. A slap on the blow up doll's wrist. <laughs> yeah, is, yeah, yeah, exactly. There you go. That's just insane. I think the the, the police that caught him should get whoever caught him should get some kind of award to that's be able to true. distinguish in a fast-moving car. Yeah. That's hey, true. that's not a real person. <laughs> because they're going faster than the rest yeah. of the traffic, too, yeah. right? No, yeah. that's something else. But he probably <laughs> wants to... He doesn't want to... It out there that he he was like, oh, wait a second, that's a blow, that's a blow up doll if I've ever seen one. Yeah. I think he got <laughs> yes. caught because they didn't... If I've ever seen <laughs> I recognize that mouth. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but... Uh, Jenny? Well, oh, no. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, no, I, I, have you been keeping up with the games themselves? Like, I, I heard uh, the women's basketball team can't... Yeah, one, as much as I can, yeah. It's, it's kind of tough, though, eh? there's so oh, many sports in the Pan Am games. It's and so unbelievable. Many I have no idea. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, seeing the the women win gold there for the basketball, that's that's, that's pretty neat. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and then they're they're uh, I saw a couple of interviews with uh, a couple of the players today and they're on to the next. They're off to uh Olympic qualifying, I guess, now in Edmonton. Oh. Which is the next step. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and they they asked them if I heard she was saying they asked them if the the organizers asked if they wanted to cut down the nets um <laughs> after the big win, right? Yeah. And she said, "No, we're saving that till we make it to the Olympics." Nice. Good for you. Respect. Wow. Priorities. Well Focus. <laughs> Uh, I I also heard that the uh, the male basketball team uh, I guess they were stranded and had to take cabs to the to venue. <laughs> I don't know if you heard about this. <laughs> I didn't but yeah, hear that one. No. That's something else. But no, oh, the, man. yeah, the Pan Am games have been interesting. Yeah, yeah. it would it'd be really neat to to take some of it in. You know, I've seen oh, a couple yeah. of friends posting about it on uh, on social media and stuff, and just sort of it's so easy to they're right there, yeah. right? 
And they're so far out too. Like one of my uncles actually is um, shuttling some of the athletes out to um, the uh, equestrian events in Caledon. Oh yeah. He yeah. was shuttling some of the athletes out to the um, skeet shooting. Like not bad. So it's pretty cool That's a sweet uh, way to get involved. Yeah, That's not bad. for sure. I, I know a guy from Elliott Lake, uh, uh, and he won silver medal in wrestling. That's cool. And that, that's amazing, yeah. right? It's yeah. just like it's it's a it's, it seems it's like a stepping stone, right? Right, and it yeah. seems like a lot of people have connections to our Canadian athletes, yes. especially yes. around around here, right? Around yeah. this sort of southern Ontario, sure. eastern Ontario yeah. kind of area, but yeah. yeah, like everybody seems to have a cousin that's in it, or a you know a friend from high school, or a, which, you know something that which makes it that much more exciting. Oh yeah, and yes. you're totally cheering for those people because they're it. not just that you know far and away athlete who's sure. who's like, competing like yeah. the olympics exactly like the olympics yeah. yeah that makes sense anyway very cool <laughs> that's awesome um let's uh let's get into some of the things you like uh about ottawa yeah like, for sure you uh so i see a, a bunch of things on this list but like let's see what's on the top of your head first of all yeah what's uh what do you like well i think one of the things i was saying there was just it's the perfect size city yeah you know you've got a couple of options for everything you need but it never gets to that point where it's overwhelming. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. yeah. you go to a Toronto or a New York or a, you know, Paris or something like that. They're overwhelming when you just start off. Definitely, right. Yeah. And Ottawa, I feel like you can come to and relatively quickly kind of find a few go-to places, your farm team, where you sure. want to be a regular, your, yeah. you know, your go-to grocery store, your go-to night out place, your, yeah. you know, and then you've got options and you can kind of explore a little bit. But it never gets bigger than that community feeling, and and like we were just talking about with the athletes, you always you can always bump into someone. Like you know our uh, our run in last weekend, yeah, right? Yeah, we bumped like, into each other at out Center. with out with different groups of friends, had yeah. mutual friends bump into each other at McLaren's, and yep. here we are now. That's all it takes. But yeah. like you've always you're always going to run into somebody, a friendly face that you know. And sure. I always I kind of like that about Ottawa. I get that. Maybe that's my social butterfly side. Yeah, or, you know, bit, liking, right? liking to run into people, but that's, uh, all right. that's all right. Yeah, that's yeah. something I definitely like about the city. It makes sense. You were out at McLaren's last weekend. I was at McLaren's on Friday. Yeah. Oh, Where's my invite? Blow your cover oh, yeah, without no. us. Oh. Yeah, who, without, who are your other friends? I have lots of other friends. So <laughs> let's move on. Uh, <laughs> well, yeah. that's a thing. Um, also, I mean, I, I mean, we didn't have local beer this time, as in Ottawa local. But um, you're talking about the growing craft beer scene. Yeah, it it is amazing yeah. in Ottawa to see and how it's expanding. Sure. Um, and sort of leading the province. I know Ontario didn't have a huge craft brew scene, um, even as of a couple of years ago kind of thing. Yeah. And it's been, you know, I've, like I said, I haven't been here long, 2008 or so. Mm-hmm. But to see how it's expanded in that time sure. is yeah. incredible. Yeah. And new ones popping up all the time and existing ones coming out with different experimental things that they're trying. Yeah. Um, you know, I remember when I first came up here, there was no such thing as beer fest. There was no such thing yeah. as, you know, craft beer week. Yeah. I, right. There was, you know, I, my girlfriend, uh, a great anniversary present last year, took me on a, one of those brew donkey tours. Yeah. Oh, Beauty. Nice. That's what I was going to bring up. Amazing. Yeah. And I really loved what they were doing. They got in trouble with uh, Tico yeah, there for exactly. a little bit. Yeah. So they were giving free tours, which was amazing. Yeah. And just, We had him on the podcast. He talked all about that as well. <laughs> yeah. And, and since then, they've, uh, they've come resolved back. Resolved it, yeah. They've resolved it. And I don't know if they now, resolved it. They can do it. Now, yeah. Yeah. At least for now. But <laughs> they're like, investigating, but they're reopened. That's right. So yeah. I, I mean... That's a win in itself. They could yeah. have just yeah. kept it as, sorry, yeah. 
no dice until you, you change the rules. Yeah. But well, that's and, great. And what a win-win for everybody, right? Oh, absolutely. It, it gets people out to these craft breweries yep. to really see what's going on, yeah. how how thing, how this beer is being brewed. Yeah. Gets you out and you have a couple of beers. It you know he serves as a delivery service as well which is yeah. amazing Beauty. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. yeah i mean we did um we did a couple in ontario and then went across to quebec for a couple more oh, and nice. yeah it was a it was a really neat tour that's cool oh that was all one tour all one tour oh, I yeah see. it was a full day full day tour yeah yeah, that's but, not uh, bad. yeah. talk about cool. uh day drinks yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah just a little bit right yeah yeah that's not bad cool yeah uh so let's switch gears again uh-oh <laughs> let's switch gears before we and, switch gears yeah. Uh, yeah, uh, let's shift down and then maybe we'll shift up again uh, we have uh, another segment uh, we call it I ask the questions around here okay so um, this is a chance for you to ask us a question and just sort of sit back relax get more beer if you want and, <laughs> uh, and boring. we'll each answer the same question so okay. is there a question that comes to mind well, I don't know. Maybe you guys have answered this a million times having people on, but how did you guys start? You know, I started seeing these podcast things pop up on your Facebook. Sure. Well, how long has it been? Uh, it's it's a year. been a year and a few uh, months. Three, three months? Yeah. So where did the uh, the inspiration up. for this come from? Well, we, we have answered this question, but we're going to answer it again and differently. Different. The last time. <laughs> We, just lie this time. The last time we did, <laughs> we did this. We started like Rob started with his perspective. I started. I went out with my perspective. But Keegan's like, yeah, that's pretty much it. <laughs> so Keegan's gonna start us off this time. Uh, I I I think I have a, I have a problem where I don't uh, I don't enjoy meeting new people. Like I I get very socially anxious about it. He's right there. I'm, I'm but yeah, like beside you. <laughs> this but but as soon as I get to know people, I obviously like like them. We find we bond over stuff. We find stuff, but it's just like ramping up to do it. Yeah. And so for me, we were talking about doing something creative, and the idea of a podcast came up, and so uh, I saw it as additionally an opportunity to be forced to meet like a new person. Yeah. every week you know and it's been it's been very uh rewarding for me i think i get to meet cool people doing cool things yeah. all the time well, you flatter me yeah. <laughs> we, we, yeah we pride ourselves on having uh like very interesting people on the show yeah very occasionally it doesn't it doesn't work out <laughs> oh sorry but uh, uh almost all the time it's really uh you may sound like Interesting people yeah, come here very, very occasionally. Oh, sorry, no, no. Yeah. Uh, I, I put a semicolon. Yeah, uh, yeah, that <laughs> very, very easy to hear. Uh, the uh, yeah, so, so just adding on to what Keegan said, uh, Don't add uh, you're finished. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the other thing I like is, is the wide variety of people we get to meet. You know, like we currently have somebody working and, and sort of producing for CTV News. We also had a a, a journalist for CBC. Who did his own journal? Like no cameraman, he's the cameraman and the guy standing there as right. well. And he worked out of Winnipeg at a point in time, you know. And like the reality there is different to here, and it's different to Toronto and things like For that. Sure. And uh, yeah, so that was one thing. And the other thing is just, uh, um, it's kind of committing to your community a bit, you know. So like, just like I ran into you at McLaren's. Keegan and I ran into somebody else at, uh, at Ministry of Coffee in, 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 in Hintonburg. Right. And, and I've run into... Uh, Rob and I have met people at a, a random other event at, like, Albion Rooms or something like that. So, like, it's it's kind of cool just... 
you you get to know somebody's story and then you sort of follow up you see what they're up to mm-hmm. and you, got, you you kind of get to see them grow within Ottawa because Ottawa is a very it, it's it's large but it's also small in that people have the opportunity to do things like this podcast yeah for sure and, and it's just it's really cool because people in Toronto I mean there are people who can make it obviously but I would argue it's a it's more of an uphill battle yeah. You know? So yeah, that's that's one of the things I get. Wait, I'm so, on. Oh, sorry. Well, I was just going to say. So maybe I'll uh, add a little addendum to that question yeah. then. But then, so where do you feel like you find most of the people? Is it bumping into people? Is it sort of researching people? It's a mix. I uh, we've had we've had complete randoms reach out to us. We've had people. Uh, we started off with just the three of us, and then we did our. Uh, uh, like our network of friends and then friends of friends and things like that and every now and again like yeah, I mean yourself right you know, yeah we're friends we, it's been a while since we've chatted it's just a good way to catch best up best catch up yeah <laughs> right and uh, we were talking uh, we interviewed Rob recently uh, <laughs> just because he's uh, you know he's getting married or he was getting married at the time and, uh, and congratulations again yeah. <laughs> so it was um, you know that was one time where we Rob brought up that it's just a way to have a structured conversation that's it's not like Oh, how's your day? It's yeah. just like, oh, what do you do? Well, and so, this is uh, perfect because yeah. now when I see you in another three years and I've forgotten everything, I'll just, <laughs> I mean, I'll just flip back to this and quick yeah. re-listen. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> What's he doing again? Yeah. Yeah, no, that's the thing. But yeah, that's that's my side. Uh, I don't know. How about you? Uh, well, I mean, uh, I I love podcasting. I do two podcasts every week yeah. and then at least two podcasts a week. Some, some weeks there are three. One time there was four in a week, which was a lot. That was <laughs> yep. too much. That was too but, much. But... Uh, in general, I just, I don't get a lot of time. Like I really like, I value my alone time. And so that when I get time with other people, I like to actually sort of focus. And, and like Iman was saying, and like he was referencing me saying it, but uh, I like having the structure of a conversation where there's not a lot of fluff. I don't really like talking about the weather. Other than right. the fact, like if you're standing in the <laughs> rain, it's fine to talk yeah. about the rain. Yeah, but, yeah. <laughs> uh, so I like the idea of the, the structure of, of podcasts and I like they're it's sort of a burgeoning media type thing I mean podcasts like Serial and uh there, there are a lot of other podcasts but Serial's the one that everyone's heard of yeah and uh even they have like they're one of the most popular uh podcasts in the last year and they still have a page if you go to the Serial website they still have a page that's like what is a podcast and you can click and like <laughs> figure out what it is yeah. like the biggest one still has to explain what it is I still had to explain what I was doing to my girlfriend yeah, yeah exactly every, no I'm going on a podcast oh can, when can I watch it um, and I hope she's not watching it <laughs> yeah. now but yeah, I'm gonna yeah. skip this part um, but you know but it was it was kind of a, yeah exactly an, an explaining yeah. process of because I mean people are still kind of figuring out what blogs are and yeah. what you know yeah. And it's, yeah, it's definitely an expanding way of getting your ideas and your conversations out there for yeah. sure. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Mm. Well, that's a, uh, yeah, that's, that's a pretty good summary. Yeah. Of good question. How we got started and why and what we want out of it. Good answers. Yeah. I-A-T-Q-A-H. <laughs> you got it. That's, that's the acronym we're going to call it. I asked the questions around here. It's a really uh, it's more fluid. Yes. Yes. Is it more fluid? Yeah. yeah. I-A-T-Q-A-H. <laughs> Okay. It'll get more fluid as I memorize yeah. it. You gotta roll that, yeah. It's not fluid at uh, all. But uh so okay, so with with that, uh we're we're more or less out of out of time. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so what flew by. Uh, yeah. It it always <laughs> does, right? Isn't it insane? 
we uh, we do want to give you a chance to plug uh, whatever you want to promote. So here's your chance. For sure. Well, I mean, check out uh, CTV News at 6. Check out CTV yeah. News at 11.30. Or check out our great morning show, uh, Morning Live in the mornings. Yeah. You know, it's um, if you want a great way to kick off your day, you start with uh, Morning Live. And then you can stay updated all day with with uh, news at noon you can flip over to cfra we got a great relationship going between the radio and and the television broadcasts um lots of the personalities uh being able to so talented these days right they're so multifaceted yeah. right um being able to jump on in any format in any platform that's cool um which is which is really neat um and then, I mean, check us out online. We're, you know, all over Twitter, um, all over anything breaking. If you want to know what's going on around Ottawa, you know, check out at CTV News Ottawa. Like, we're, uh, you know, really, really efforting to be all over the place. Yeah. Um, and really keeping you informed in different ways, you know. We're always looking for, uh, we do things like uh, trending and the social room and uh, different segments like that where it's not just a floating head anchor sitting there sure. talking to you, right? Um, we've got uh, amazing graphics department that uh, is really working on being able to show you the story um, through infographics and things like that. Um, and I think it's just a, a good, fast-paced style of, of telling stories. You're never going to sit there and, and be waiting for the next story or... Um, you know, kind of hanging around. It's it's a great way to keep yourself informed. Yeah. You, you know what I like about this is that you very clearly enjoy working for CTV. Yeah, for like, sure. Like, that, that's... Like, you can't even lie about that. Like, that's... No. <laughs> yeah. That, that much is clear. That, that's kind of yeah. cool. Uh, I, I always admire people who are able to talk about their art, their work, their their science, their whatever, and and say it with a smile, you know? And, like, it seems like you're... you're it's a great place to work. Well, I love it because it's... It's, I get to do all of those things, yeah. right? I get to, you know, we get to spend our day, figure out what the, the hot topic, the big story of the day is going to be, become experts on it ourselves, yeah. right? Or at least enough to, to sort of get the points across and, and make you an expert as well sure. and give it to you in a form that you can enjoy learning about and watching. And it's something different all the time and it's... You know, it, there's always challenges to it, and it's it's a lot of fun. That's not bad. What's the? Uh, I, I saw you wrote it down. What's the slogan for uh... live local breaking? There it is. So we're, <laughs> we nice. endeavor to be live as much as we can. We all of our reporters are are always live. It's not you know a, a taped, talked over video right. piece or something like that. Sure. Yeah, so they're able to can. interact. Can they're able to interact with the anchors? Um, you know, kind of answer interactive questions. We mm-hmm. pull up. You know. On air, we'll pull up a tweet or we'll say, here's what's, here's the reaction to this story. Yeah. Um, to be able to, to interact with the community more than just sort of those on-tape interviews and things like that. Sure. Um, breaking, we're there as fast as we can be with all that mobile technology that we talked about earlier. Yeah. You know, it can be lightning fast, right? As long as it takes to get someone there and then we're live. That makes sense. Um, and then local, like I said, bringing everything down to an Ottawa focus. What is it? How is it going to impact me when I wake up tomorrow? How is this story going to impact my commute, my day at work, my you know drive home, my daily life? Yeah, that makes sense. That's amazing. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, uh, on top of that, you also have a blog yourself. 
I do have a blog. It's yeah. sort of a uh, portfolio going on. Um, some of my work that I've gotten to uh, to put out there for various uh, media outlets. Yeah. Um, simply Daniel Cress, word, dot wordpress.com. Okay. Um, so you can check out kind of the, the things that I've uh, really enjoyed doing. Yeah. And uh, what I like to talk about, what I'd like to uh, podcast about. There you go. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. And then my Twitter um, is where I, I mostly am. That's where... You know, like I said, we're watching it all the time, so sure. we get to kind of I get to aggregate the stuff that I like to uh, to talk about, and that's where I get to put my kind of personal twist on it. So mm-hmm. at DS Cress, and that's me. Okay, well, we'll link great. that on our website. Yeah, that'd be yeah. great. So, so people know. Uh, Keegan, where can the listeners find us? People can find us at ottawapodcast.com. You can find all our episodes there and uh, info about the show. And other unwind media productions. You could also email us at mail at ottawatpodcast.com. Uh, you could text them on at 613-620-4756. That's not a real number. You'll be- uh, <laughs> ladies. <laughs> yeah. That would be funny. Can, can you repeat the number? 613-620-4756. Is that a real number? That's my number. Oh, what? <laughs> it's an experiment, so now we're going to see... People are okay. listening. Good for you. Good for so you. So text me something gross. That's how I'll know that you listen to the podcast. Fantastic. Uh, okay. And uh, Rob, you want to talk about Audible? Sure. Uh, we're sponsored once again this week by Audible.com. Uh, so if you head to audibletrial.com slash what you'll be able to sign up for a free 30-day trial and get a free audiobook from their service. Uh, they have a bunch of audiobooks. They have all kinds of different audio products that you can listen to uh, on the go. You can listen to from audible.com directly. And uh, I wanted to point out one specific... I like to pick out one specific book that relates somewhat to the topics we've talked about uh, in a given episode. And so I pulled up one here called uh, Tales from the Toronto Maple Leafs Locker Room, a collection of the greatest Maple Leaf stories ever told. And so this is a... It was originally a book by David Schultz. And uh, so it's five hours of entertainment if you head to audibletrial.com slash what you can get that uh get that for free as part of your free 30-day trial okay i like that you pulled that up yeah it's cool i'm gonna check that out there you go yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right well we'll uh we'll give the mic back to you dan and uh you get to say auto what however you like and we'll cut it right after that all right here we go auto what